Welcome to another episode of Off Topic with Jason Allen. I am Jason Allen. I am a licensed mortgage loan officer servicing my clients and referral partners in Utah since 1992. I am the host of this podcast. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or if you've owned a home, this episode is for you. I explain everything you need to know regarding a buyer-broker contract. If you're considering shopping, offering, and negotiating the purchase of your home, I think you'll enjoy this information. This audio was taken from a previous live broadcast. I hope you find value in this recording. Please consider subscribing, sharing, and commenting. So without further ado, let the podcast begin. I'm grateful that you're watching. I hear this question a lot when I talk to my real estate partners. They um, uh, often talk about this very subject, and so it's going to be a good one. This is really important, I think, if you're buying a home or thinking about buying a home and you have not yet picked a real estate agent, this subject is going to be a great one for you. And this is uh, this week's Wait What Wednesday, the reboot of Should I Sign a Buyer Broker Contract When Shopping for a Home? This is a great one. I'm really excited to talk about this because as a lender, this affects me as well and affects your experience uh, through a purchase transaction with me as well. So to start off with, I don't want to presume that everybody knows the definition of a buyer broker contract. So let's talk a little bit about that. A buyer broker contract is a, a written agreement, this is as simple as it gets, that you'll sign with your real estate agent when you hire them to help you shop, negotiate, and buy a home. The thing that the, that the reason this agency agreement between you and a buyer's agent is so important is that if the seller has hired an listing agent to help them sell their home and help them negotiate and represent them, wouldn't it make sense then that a buyer would want to have someone in their corner as, as well? Kind of makes sense to me. So let's start off with um, maybe the reasons not to hire a buyer's agent. That's right. I said it. There may be reasons that uh, someone who's shopping for a home may not want to hire a real estate agent. Let's talk about those. I'm going to list them here. Number one. Well, and, and by the way, in no particular order, I'm just in the habit of saying number one, um, the buyer, excuse me, the seller isn't willing to pay a commission uh, to the buyer's agent and you as a buyer don't want to pay a commission or you, you can't afford to pay a commission. What about you've hired an experienced real estate attorney to kind of walk you through the paperwork and offer advice. So you've already uh, gone uh, through the expense of hiring uh, an attorney. And so there's no sense in paying them all of that money and then turn around and uh, pay a buyer's agent if a seller wouldn't pay. Next up, how about you're purchasing a home from a trusted friend or family member. So you you feel the two the two parties feel like that you know each other well enough, you trust each other enough to negotiate, put everything in writing and kind of, you know, make your way down the path 
through the transaction and you feel confident that you can get it done without a real estate agent. What if you already know the specific home that you want to purchase? You already know the value, you already know the home itself, and so you kind of feel like you've got this. That might be a reason why you would not hire a real estate agent. Lastly, you've purchased several properties like a professional real estate investor or a flipper, and it's not your first rodeo and you know what you're doing. You've kind of got it down pat. You've got your list of professionals that you trust and know, and you're good to go. I think this is a pretty fair list. Now, a couple of these that are on the list, you know, kind of iffy, but uh, still a decent argument can be made that uh, on these rare occasions, it might not be necessary to hire a realtor. Now let's talk about the elephant in the room. Wasting a realtor's time by expecting them to drive you all over the state, all over the city, all over our green earth, showing you multiple homes and acting in the capacity of educating and scheduling uh, all of the stuff that kind of goes along with uh, having someone help you, a real estate agent help you, and then you ask your distant real estate agent cousin, part-time realtor friend, to write the offer, the offer for you instead of the agent that's been helping you along the way the entire time. It happens more often than you think. And I, I doubt there are many of us that would show up for, to our job every day, work, do our job, do our job well, just to have the person that we're working for in good faith pay somebody else for the work and education that we've provided. That is just lame to do to a real estate agent. Let's talk about um, the pros or the benefits of formally hiring a real estate agent and signing a buyer's agent contract with that realtor. So if your realtor is following the National Association of Realtors Code of Ethics, they will insist upon a buyer broker contract and here's why. I'm just gonna read it straight from Article 9 of their Code of Ethics. Realtors for the protection of all parties shall assure whenever possible that all agreements related to the real estate transaction, including but not limited to the listing and representation agreements uh, to the purchase, uh, purchase contracts, leases, and so on. So it is part of their code of ethics. This is what an ethical real estate agent will do. They will ask that you sign a contract with them so that they can make sure that they are presenting everything in writing to both parties when they're acting on your behalf. Let me say that again. This is what ethical agents do. And why wouldn't you want to work with an ethical professional? Probably uh, the, the reason that you will hear most often uh, that uh, why you should hire a buyer's agent is that buyer's agents are free. And this is not necessarily the number one reason that I would list to hire a, an agent, but it's a pretty good one. Let's explore 
what it means to hire a buyer's agent and how it's free to you. So when the seller signs up with their agent uh, to list their home, their listing agent, they agree to pay a commission on the sale of the home based on the purchase price. Typically, it's right around 6%. The listing agent then adds that home to the multiple listing service or the MLS. You will hear people, and if, you, if you're not familiar with that term, when you engage with real estate, a real estate agent, you will hear that a lot. The MLS is a database that virtually all agents subscribe to or list homes on for sale or to search for homes when they're acting in the capacity of a buyer's agent. So if there's a home that's listed for sale, you see a sign in the yard, it's more than likely that, I mean, 99.9% .9 chance that that home is in the MLS and that a buyer who has, excuse me, an agent who has a buyer interested is gonna go to that database and put in their criteria and search for a home. As you can imagine, when agents team up like this, it is a more efficient way to promote and search for homes for sale. It's kind of cool. Incidentally, this is where all these other kind of popular sites that consumers and home buyers and shoppers like to go to, like Zillow and Trulia and Redfin and Realtor.com, all those kind of sites where you're seeing homes listed for sale, they kind of, those sites kind of pull that criteria that they list on their sites from the MLS. Did you know that? And some sites are more accurate than others, but none will provide the real-time data for homes like, um, like a real estate agent, like a professional real estate agent will do for you. Okay, now back to the commission part. The seller agrees uh, to pay a commission to the listing agent. The listing agent enters the property for sale on the MLS and for a portion, offers a portion of the commission to the buyer's agent to compensate them for bringing a buyer to them and their seller. So technically the expense of compensation to your real estate agent, your buyer's agent is paid out of the seller's profit or proceeds. So when, they, when the house is closed and the title companies exchange all the money and they disperse in the way agreed to in the written uh, purchase contract, boom, your agent is paid by the seller and kind of technically they are free to you as a buyer. Now there are a few uh, circumstances where it costs money to hire a buyer's agent from my notes here. One circumstance that can lead to a buyer potentially, oh, I'm sorry, having to pay for a buyer's agent is when they're looking to purchase, oh wow, from a, a for sale by owner. My notes kind of confused me there for a second. So if a, when a property is for sale by an owner and they do not have a listing agent and it's not listed on that MLS database and they just have a sign in their yard and they're listing it you know, on the internet, on uh, local classifieds or what have you, um, if that seller is not willing to pay an agent to bring a buyer, then it could be that um, you would have to be responsible to purchase or to pay your agent. It's pretty rare that FISBOs for sale by owner um, are not willing to pay a buyer's agent. It can happen, 
but it's important that uh, for you as a buyer to know that if you're looking to purchase from an owner that's not rep represented by a seller, that you could be responsible for paying for your buyer's agent. 99% of the time, uh, it's free to hire a buyer's agent and it's an obvious reason why you should hire a professional uh, to represent your, your best interest. In my opinion, it's obvious. So they are protecting you and this is probably gonna be the home purchase, the largest transaction, financial transaction that you participate in in your life. So pretty important. I think it's uh, vital that you uh, don't just hire any buyer's agent. There are certain things that you should expect or that you can expect from buyer's agent when you buy a home. You, the buyer, are assured of a realtor's best efforts and laser focus. A full service realtor that you've hired will do things like pre-showings and drive-bys of properties that they uh, feel fit into your criteria or might work for you. So due to the time commitment and expense of previews or pre-showings, a professional realtor may be unable to offer uh, uh, this service to their non-clients who have not hired them. A buyer today can use this tool of hiring a buyer's agent as a sort of risk aversion and avoid missing out on a great property or the property as a result of having access to this additional service. As a buyer, I understand that you may feel resistant to signing a binding, uh, in your mind, limiting contract or business agreement with an agent you hardly know. So in this case, you may ask the realtor to maybe start working with you for a week or so to, as a period of kind of, of kind of getting to know each other. Now I'm gonna go off on a side quest here um, about getting to know your agent. I think you know may, you might think about uh, working with them for a week or so as a way to kind of organically get to know them, but what about um, maybe asking them some pointed questions, right? Um, some things that you might wanna ask is, uh, how long have you been a real estate agent? What is your idea of personalized service? Do you have testimonials or online reviews? Do you use online marketing and advertising? Is it easy for you to find this agent that you're thinking of hiring? And then what is your idea of how often you provide um, your clients with feedback and communication throughout the sale process, right? These are all questions that are pretty pointed and I think are kind of just common sense question that an agent should readily be able to answer for you. Now, let's talk about some of these uh, more in depth, like how long have you been a real estate agent? I think, it's in pretty, I think it's pretty important that you work with a professional that knows the ins and outs of their business and that their level of knowledge um, is high because it comes from years of experience. You wanna look for someone that has worked full-time in the local market in which you're shopping for, in my opinion, a minimum of three to five years. Because if an agent has been around for at least that long, they are a true business person and they have gotten over the hump and understand how to operate a real estate business. 
But if a real estate agent is a rookie, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not someone you could work with as long as he or she receive hands-on guidance from their broker uh, in their office. The broker is just someone that has uh, taken some real estate uh, education, extensive real estate education, and um, are experienced beyond just the agent level. They often manage teams of, of agents. And so this is someone that a rookie agent could rely on. I like this question right here. What neighborhoods do you specialize in? This is kind of a busy slide now that I look at it. Your agent should be um, well acquainted with areas that you are interested in. So search for someone who can rattle off again, just some key information about a desired neighborhood, uh, including home prices, schools, safety, public transportation, cultural amenities, just all that kind of stuff. How about what's your schedule and availability? Many real estate agents work only part-time, which could present problems in many cases. Um, what if there are multiple offers on a home that you're interested in and that you have to have it or you encounter a last minute closing problem? Ideally, you want to work with an agent who is full time and not, you know, splitting their time and attention with a, a job other than real estate. And if not, if you are working with an agent that has been transparent about their time and availability because of other commitments, and they've made it abundantly clear to you that they have systems and processes in place to help with urgent matters and get them addressed, then that might be okay. Which kind of leads to my next point, which is does your agent work independently or do they work with a team? Some people think that real estate is a solo sport and many times it is, but sometimes I hate to say this, it takes a village to close a purchase transaction. So some agents will choose to work uh, on a real estate team with other agents and maybe an assistant and a transaction coordinator because there are benefits to working with an agent who is part of a team or who has an assistant. For example, if your agent is tied up with another client and you need to see a property ASAP because you're in a super hot price range where the properties move really fast, this is like, I'm snapping my fingers all over the place today, um, then it would be necessary for you to make sure that your realtor has a teammate that could step in and help you with a last minute problem or a solution to make the transaction experience for you more seamless and enjoyable. I like this question right here to ask an agent, what percentage of your business is working from home, excuse me, working with home buyers? Okay, agents work with buyers and sellers. So ask your agent, that your potential agent, what percentage of your business is working with home buyers? So when you have uh, an agent who's splitting their time between buyers and sellers, it's always good to ask, um, where are you on this? I think to buy a home, you should team up with an agent who specializes in home buyers. That's kind of like their niche, uh, niche, niche. That's kind of their specialty. 
A listing agent focuses specifically on selling and marketing and prospecting for sellers, whereas a buyer's agent will have some experience or expertise uh, where they've honed their craft to the point where they are a master at working with, with buyers and negotiating for you. So I think a good rule of thumb uh, is working with an agent um, that has a buyer to seller ratio of like seven to three, seven buyers to three, every three sellers or, or, or higher. How about this question? How many homes did you help buyers close in the past year? This question is pretty specific and really would, can sometimes put an agent like on the spot. And so when you ask them, look them in the eye because it's gonna be interesting to see how they answer that specific question. Um, but it will tell, it will give you an idea, uh, a good barometer or gauge for how experienced they are when it come when you ask them how many how many home buyers have you closed in the last twelve months. Ooh boy, how long does it typically take buyers you've worked with to find and purchase a home? This is like a loaded question with like multi layers, like an onion, to quote donkey from Shrek. Buying a home takes time and it generally takes an average of 30 to 60 days to shop for a house depending on the price range and 14 to 60 days from contract to closing. So uh, the number can vary widely depending on the area and it's crucial that you have a realistic expectation on how long it will take you. So you don't want an agent that drags their feet unnecessarily, which translation means that the agent typically takes six months to a year to help a buyer find a home. Um, unless, uh, of course, you're talking about a specific, you know, very special type of property with a small market of buyers. But in the Utah market, I think it's been my experience um, as since 1995 that uh, a, motiva a motivated buyer with a good real estate agent should expect that they could be in their home in 30 to 90 days, their new home um, in a 30 to 90 days timeline. How about, how will you determine what homes match my wants and needs? A good buyer's agent is gonna ask you a ton of questions when they, when they kind of interview you about what your ideal home might be, what your criteria is. So ask them questions, let them ask you their questions. Take your time, take it slow, because um, an agent who has properly uh, been educated by you about what you want will be able to tell you whether your list of needs is realistically affordable in your area. All right, how many clients are you currently working with? Aye, aye, aye. In other words, what's your bandwidth? You may have a, you may have a, a buyer's agent that is like a real estate ninja and a, like an amazing circus performer and can juggle several clients and sellers masterfully. But I think it's pretty important that you wanna look for an agent who's, who's not too busy, but still runs a great, solid real estate business. So I think anyone who juggles many more than 10 clients simultaneously 
10 real deal contracts, whether it be sellers or buyer contracts simultaneously, once you kind of exceed that 10, that level of 10 customers or 10 clients, um, your, your bandwidth kind of is strained as a real estate agent, unless maybe again, back to an agent working with a team who can, you know, leverage the time of other experts and assistants and transactions cord transaction coordinators. But you still want to make sure that they can provide you with one-on-one -on -one concierge service. How about this one? How will you keep in contact with me during the buying process and how often? What does that look like? Can your agent stay in touch with you in the preferred type of uh, method or of communication, whether it be by phone, email, or text, or any combination of that? Generally, it's best if your agent's preferred method of communication aligns with your own. So if your real estate agent is a texter, while you prefer to actually talk on the phone or vice versa, that could drive the two of you nuts. So you should ask, how often uh, will the two of you be in touch and touch, uh, touch base uh, while you navigate the home buying process? Because it requires good communication between the both of you. So you want an agent that can stay in touch with you and check in at least on a weekly basis. And not to sound like a broken record here, but in our current market, your agent really should be touching base with you almost daily, lest you miss out on the home. All right, did I miss one? Um, before I end that side quest, if you're a buyer or a real estate agent and you have interview questions that you think are really super important, please drop them in the comments and let me know. I'd be thrilled to hear from you. As a buyer, I think you should know that a buyer agent contract is common practice. Don't be surprised when a real estate agent requests you sign one with them. In many ways, um, it protects both you and the agent. Um, almost all real estate brokerage companies uh, require the agent. Remember we talked about the broker? Almost all brokers make it a requirement that an agent be ethical and have an agent contract um, in place with their client that formalizes the relationship between buyer uh, and agent before they will represent you on a home purchase. So don't be surprised. Understand that just like in the emoji here, the agent is there to protect you with their helmet and shield so that you have the best experience along the way. What about, um, does your agent know what to look for when viewing houses? So whether you're buying your first house or your 10th house, chances are you don't physically look at houses on a daily basis. An experienced buyer's agent is physically looking at dozens of houses each and every week. Many of them are fanatical about looking at homes because they are wacky and they genuinely love looking at homes. Another excellent reason to hire a buyer's agent when buying a house is because they know what to look for when they look at a house. They are uh, aware of certain red flags to look for at when they're uh, in certain neighborhoods or markets, many of which a new buyer, even maybe an experienced buyer, may not be aware of. 
So an experienced agent who looks at houses on a daily basis, day in and day out, are able to identify potential problems um, within a house relatively easily. This is um, only one example of what experienced buyers, an experienced buyer's agent can identify within a house when they view them. Other common things that um, they uh, can be aware of is pest or insect issues, potential mold issues, meth, and what to do if it's detected in a home that you have interest, um, roofing issues, roof leaks, or the age of major components like the furnace and air conditioning and so on within a home. These experienced agents, man, they are masters at recognizing um, potential brands that may not have the best life expectancy within a home. A buyer's agent can help evaluate and secure financing. I'm gonna blush here because this is right up my alley. We're talking about lending. The world of real estate financing can be a very confusing and complex path to walk. And one thing to expect when you hire a buyer's agent when buying a house is help when evaluating and securing the best financing for you and your circumstance. Experienced agents, I know this, they talk to a lot of lenders and I mean a lot. Did I say a lot? Because they do. So they know who are reliable, who have a great local reputation and give buyers the best experience. A buyer's agent can even help you navigate through various financing options and help you decide which type of mortgage is best for you and your family. In addition to helping you understand the various loan options, a buyer's agent will actually also be able to help you secure financing with someone that's local that they've worked with in the past that understands the importance of your experience being a good one, especially when it comes to the financing part. So it's important to keep in mind when, you, when you're securing financing that you strongly consider, in my opinion, a local mortgage company, not a call center, not someone that's in another state that you can't walk in and look in the eye and get answers from, but a local mortgage company that understands what the process is for a real estate transaction and understands it on a local level, as well as the regulations that go along with that. A buyer's agent will also help you coordinate showings. This is kind of important and I think one of the most underrated um, skills or talents that a, a good real estate agent will have because they perform this on a daily basis. Coordinating showings can be tricky and sometimes something that gets confusing. So a great reason to hire a buyer's agent when buying a house is that they will be responsible for coordinating the viewings uh, and poten of potential properties. So depending on a buyer's search, it's possible that a buyer's agent is coordinating large showings, large, a large number of showings for a buyer. So if you're buying a house and have interest in dozens of properties and you're only one client, you need to have somebody that is a master at that and can help you and, um, and juggle the necessary schedules of, of multiple clients, especially one as important as you. 
So these guys, uh, these agents, the men and women are out there taking dozens of phone calls, text messages, and emails, making sure that your experience is a good one. Um, A buyer's agent will know how to write a real estate contract with their with their clients' best interest in mind. Let me say that one more time. A buyer's agent will know how to complete a contract with their buyer's interests in mind, best interest in mind. So even if you're buying your 10th house, it's unlikely that you're familiar with the um, uh, ever-changing process of purchasing a home in a specific market uh, market and navigating a purchase contract that can seem kind of intimidating. So when you hire a buyer's agent, when you buy a house, you're hiring a professional who knows the ins and outs of that contract. They look at them every day and they look at them multiple times a day. So there are many, remembering that there are many parts to a real estate purchase contract and having an experienced professional guide you through that is super important. There are several real estate contingencies to consider, deadlines, um, uh, and just a whole uh, plethora of important parts to a real estate contract that only an experienced buyer's agent can help you understand. And in addition to the important aspects of the contract, an experienced agent will also know how to write it uh, so that it presents you in the best possible way in the eyes of a seller. Because let's face it, in especially right now at the time of the recording of this broadcast, the purchase price of up to $400,000 in Utah is a really competitive market. And so sellers are looking at multiple offers in many cases. And so you want a buyer's agent that knows how to make you look like a superstar so that your offer can get accepted and not rejected. A buyer's agent will have access to experienced professionals that are needed during the purchase transaction. So during the course of a real estate transaction, there are several professionals that are needed. When you buy a house, you will need, like we talked about, a lender, maybe a home inspector, maybe if things get bumpy, a real estate attorney, an engineer or a handful of other professionals. So when you hire a buyer's agent, you can expect that they will have a phone full of contacts that are masters and have experience that will help um, you with your transaction. One of the best questions to ask when entering, when interviewing a buyer's agent is whether they do have a list of recommended providers an experienced agent would and should be able to provide several recommendations easily for each respective professional category. I like that one. A buyer's agent will be your, oh, your negotiator. One of the most frequently asked questions about buying a house relates to the amount that should be offered when buying a home. And a huge benefit that you will receive as a client of a buyer's agent is that they are negotiating on your behalf. A buyer's agent that has, um, showing it right here on the screen right now, where is it? I'm gonna point to it right there. The certified negotiation expert. When you see uh, a real estate agent that advertises that on their business card or on their website, that acronym, 
uh, for certified negotiation expert. You know that these guys have um, attended classes specifically for helping you negotiate you, their client, for the best possible price. So if you're attempting to purchase a house that's overpriced, for example, your buyer's agent needs to know what it takes to, uh, to um, work with a, a listing agent that's overpriced a house. And this may include, but is not limited to, to completing a detailed comparative market analysis, proving that the house is overpriced or how you arrived at the price that you're offering and structuring the contact and dates that will still appeal to the seller. So if you don't hire a buyer's agent, you'll be required to do all the negotiating on your own. Uh, in the example of buying an overpriced house, there is a good chance that the majority of buyers don't know how to make an offer on an overpriced house without it making look like you're just offering a low ball deal. So let's go on another side quest here. Um, and this is regarding negotiation. Let's say you go through all of the time and effort to shop for a home. You make an offer and um, you negotiate, you and your agent negotiate through counter offers and finally agree upon a really great price that you love uh, and terms and deadlines and you're done, right? Well, let's say, <clears throat> I'm gonna say this with as nicely as I can. Let's say you've used your part-time real estate agent cousin. So the two of you didn't think it was necessary to have a buyer's agency contract in place because you know, your family and your uh, family can trust each other or you refuse to sign it with your cousin uh, or with the agent that you are using because you didn't want to limit yourself by signing or hiring this one agent. And now here you are under contract to purchase the deal of the century, the dream home. So you're, uh, you're, you're, all, you're all set. What if the seller's agent isn't the seller's part-time cousin agent person? What if the seller did their homework and armed themselves with a super duper ethical real estate professional that knows what the heck they're doing when they go and enter into a contract. And what if that super duper selling agent or listing agent lets their seller make the deal of the century with you because they know that you and your cousin didn't do one simple thing, provide written proof of representation. So I'm gonna show, this is gonna be kind of hard to see on the screen, but I don't want you to take my, my word for it. It will most likely be um, a real estate purchase contract that you signed with the seller. And in there, if you can look at um, that little paragraph number five, and if you're looking at this on your phone, it might be kind of hard to see, a little bit easier to see maybe if you're uh, looking at it on a computer, but page number two of, of six, there are six pages in a real estate purchase contract in the state of Utah. Page number two is the one I wanna point out to you, and I'm gonna read it. The confirmation of agency disclosure. Buyer and seller acknowledge prior to written receipt of, uh, of agency disclosure, 
provided by the respective agent that has disclosed the agency relationship confirmed below at the signing of the REPC. So you need to have in place prior to making an offer a signed written contract. So let's go back to the listing agent. What if the super duper listing uh, agent or the seller's agent asks for proof that you have a buyer's broker contract that's signed and dated prior to the date of the purchase contract. Now this is getting kind of complicated, but you need to have that agency contract in place before you start making offers. And what if your cousin didn't do that or you refuse to sign it with another agent? What if the seller now has another buyer that's willing to offer better terms than you were willing to offer? And now they've got this kind of loophole in the contract because you guys don't have a buyer agency in place. And you go to your, your cousin and you say, ah, now what do we do? Would your cousin want you to sign a contract uh, backdated prior to the you entering the, this written agreement uh, with the seller? Would that be ethical? Would you do it? Or could you lose out on the buy of the century on your dream home because you weren't willing to sign a buyer agency contract before you started making offers? Now, I'm not a real estate attorney and I'm not a contract expert, but the point is this. Will your FOMO or your fear of missing out by not signing or hiring at one specific agent the right way cause you and your family undue stress and turn your dream home buying experience into a nightmare. Side quest over. Okay, on with our list. I think that's good food for thought. Next one up, next point I'd like to talk about is a buyer's agent will, uh, excuse me, a buyer's agent will keep the transaction on schedule. Delays in real estate agent and uh, real estate transactions sometimes happen. It's just the nature of the business, but it doesn't mean that it has to be the end of the world or um, cause you undue stress. A delay in a real estate transaction can be frustrating to all parties involved, especially for a buyer and a seller. So by, buy, by hiring a, a buyer's agent, you greatly improve your chances that your real estate transaction will stay on schedule. There are dozens of reasons why real estate uh, closings can be, can be delayed, many of which can be avoided by hiring a top-notch buyer's agent and thereby hiring all of their top-notch uh, partners. A buyer's agent is responsible for making sure that the contract dates are written in such a way that delays do not happen. And an organized agent will have a system in place that ensures delays are avoided. Next up, a buyer's agent can be, <laughs> I like this one. This is gonna make me chuckle and when you see this next slide, you'll see why. A buyer's agent can be your emotional filter because let's face it, sometimes life happens. Buying a house can be a very emotional and potentially get the best the buyer. So another great reason to hire a buyer's agent when shopping for a home is that they can act as your emotional filter and liaison. So since a buyer's agent isn't emotionally attached to a specific property that you may have interest in, they can help you keep from making emotional or rash decisions. The, buyers, the, buyer's final, uh, the buyer is the final decision maker in the process, but a buyer's agent can help you 
weigh the pros and cons without emotion uh, in the, with a potential property and help you make a decision that is informed and best for you. My final thought, I think there are many reasons to hire a buyer's agent when buying a house and signing a buyer broker contract. In fact, I think there are very few reasons, in fact, no good reason to not hire a buyer's agent. When you hire a buyer's agent, you're hiring a professional that's gonna look out for you and your family's best interest. And I think that's important. This is gonna be the largest transaction likely that you will ever make in your life. You'll make the most of the time you spend shopping by maximizing the expertise and experience of a legit real estate professional. I hope you found this information helpful. Did I miss anything? Let me know in the comments. If you would like a list of great real estate agents, great experienced buyer's agent that I have worked with in my 26 years, 27 years uh, in the Utah market, I respect these this list of agents that I work with. I would be happy to share that with you. Call or text me today. I am Jason Allen. I am a purchase expert and I hope to see you soon.